Alright, welcome back to the Pineapple Couch with B-Rob. This is episode 105 and today is Wednesday, June 23rd and we have a great episode for you guys today. We are going to talk about the Clippers-Suns game that happened last night as well as talk touching on all the subjects that are on everyone's mind about the NBA playoffs and some uh, NBA draft lottery stuff as well. And then later on in the podcast, we are going to be ranking the 2021 2022 NFL starting quarterbacks a little a couple backups too but we'll see how that goes I'm sure everybody will react really rationally and agree with everything I say Um, but before we get to that uh, just a reminder if you like what you're listening to go ahead and subscribe on Apple Apple Podcasts you can uh, subscribe on Spotify share it with your friends leave a five-star review have a great day let's get into it I'll stop rambling gentlemen I'm joined by Big Dog Big Dog Andrew Radcliffe how you doing my friend Oh, fantastic. A great last seven days of sports for myself. Yeah. Milwaukee we'll... Bucks, Padres kicking the Dodgers' ass. You can't That's ask for a... much more than that. It's a big, big come up for Big Dog. And then Josh Bilker will go to the complete opposite end of the spectrum in terms of happiness and joy. Well, jo- I wouldn't say Josh, that. How we, you doing? we made our first conference finals in in franchise history. That, that's still I'm still riding that high just a little bit. It's the, It's been... How lame does that feel to yeah, like, actually so care about that? I feel so lame that you said that. When you said that, I just like started. That's so bad. Oh, I'm sorry. You're, you're already you're doing gonna, this. Are you guys going to hang a banner? Like. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. This is what we're doing. We're going we're gonna to shit on the Clippers already. Well, you don't start with we made the Western Conference. That's like a big Chris deal. Paul we, statement. You're losing to Chris Paul, not. a guy who's ever Look been to the Finals now. Look how close we've gotten in the past <laughs> to actually overcome it. it. It's a mental barrier. They finally did it. It's just, it's still regardless. It's an achievement. Regardless, it's. I'm not going to take this season as a complete win. Regard if if you know they get swept in this series, but I'm just saying that it is still an accomplishment at the very a least. Partial win. Partial, yeah, partial kind of. wins. It's like that type of accomplishment you just don't bring up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, Josh, I'll go a little easy on you because you went through a lot last night. Clippers fall to the Suns in Game Two of that series. They go down 0-2. They lose by one point. Suns 104, Clippers 103. Game winning alley oop to DeAndre Ayton, and the reason that that was able to be a game winner was Paul George missed two free throws, and there was a lot of. Uh, a lot of timeouts caused by reviewing of the play. Um, that was partially on the refs, but then that was partially on both teams because they were asking for it to re- be reviewed, causing timeouts. Um, Josh, how you feeling, man? I don't know. I, I kind of – I don't want to say I don't mind losing this game, but considering how bad the Clippers played, they, they should have lost this game for sure. And the fact that it was even – you know, a, a brilliant, for the record, a brilliant play. Like, that was that was incredible. Sloppy play by the Clippers to defend that because I think everyone and their mom knew that that was the play that was called. Was a DeAndre What is Aiden. Boogie Cousins doing? I don't know. I don't know. And, and Zubats, too. I don't know why. You should just do what, um like, the Taco Fall, Boban Marjanovic, where they just literally put him, like, in the restricted area to just deflect anything. Don't have him chase yep. Aiden around or anything like that. Because they were still worried about Booker, and I understand why. But when you're when you're having two centers out there and you don't have either one of them in the restricted area, it's just fucking stupid. You don't have anybody. And to it deflect almost that. looked like Zubac was surprised to get to see that back screen. Yeah, I, it's like how could I, you be surprised by that? That is like he's he's one of the most frustrating. I I love Zubats for the record. Like I think he's good, but like he's he's so frustrating to watch because he could be just so much better. Like I think he's. He could be on like that, like average 
center in the league as far as like maybe maybe cutting on the top 10 centers in the league and that shows you how bad the centers are in the league i think to, to have zubats in the picture mm-hmm. but like he just he just can't finish and he has the worst instincts defensively as far as when anything changes on him and he doesn't have to just guard the rim i don't want to completely shit on zubats though because that that play was brilliant for the record that pass incredible i mean i mean i don't know how many people can do that play to perfection besides monty williams and this whole team without Chris Paul. See, here here's the thing though. You, you say how the the Clippers like didn't really deserve to win this. They played bad. I mean, they needed that game sure. though because it's not like the Suns played great. This no. was a bad Suns performance. And when you look at the stats, Booker only with 20 points. He, you're not going to see him shoot that poorly from the field again. Um, Aiton had a big game, 24-14. Cameron Payne, 29. But outside of that, I mean, Miles Bridges, the rising star on the Suns here Mikhail. in the playoffs, five points. Or M- Mikhail Bridges, excuse me. Um, Dario Saric and Cam Johnson, both with 11 points. You only get two points from Crowder. You shoot 23% from three. And the reason the Suns, I guess, won, and I guess this is another shot at Zubach, Joss, is the, the Suns scored 60 points in the paint. The Clippers scored 30. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't have that. And let me just finish with the Clippers' stats here. Paul George, 26, 6, and 6. Uh, Reggie Jackson, 19 points. Kennard, 10. Morris, 7. Zubach, 14, 11. Rondo and Mann, both with 8 points. 38% from, percent from 3, but then 18 to 24 from the line, which is not terrible. It kind of bit them in the ass down the stretch, though. Uh, Josh, really quickly, if I guess two questions. One, do you think Kawhi is coming back? Because I have no fucking idea. I don't think anyone has an idea. And two, you're not going to be able to win this series with an injured Morris because he's been so weirdly valuable in these playoffs but again you've been at down 0-2 before so i just i'm just throwing all those stats at yeah. you because i think you really should have won that game. let me you're and you're right like this still should have been a win at the end of the day cb3's coming back game three yeah probably and paul george yeah he should have missed made those free throws i mean i mean regardless i i still think he had a pretty good game overall i mean not like as far as for for that game considering how ugly it was i think paul george still played pretty well overall uh, the free throws are tough, though. He missed. I think he only he went like two for six. I think from the line, which is just not good. That's Ben Simmons level. Um, but I I think Tyron Lue has shown the ability to adjust. He's gonna figure out these lineups. He's he's been smarter. I I don't know how hurt Morris is either. He I it's it's something weird where like he should still be hitting some of these shots. He doesn't look hobbled defensively, but just offensively mm-hmm. he just doesn't seem like he's like completely <clears throat> right. Um. I, and I just also want to say, not as an excuse, but the Clippers got fucked on the scheduling of these games, and I just want to bring that up because it's bullshit that they had to turn around from Game 7 on Friday night to Sunday afternoon, 12 o'clock, one day to prepare for this Suns team. Game 6, actually, not a Game 7 on the Suns, but it felt like a Game 7. They they didn't need mm-hmm. to have two games that Sunday. They could have just done the Atlanta Sixers Game 7 and then just be done with it and then have this game scheduled Tuesday, Game 1. And then, in fact, it gives more time for Chris Ball, more time for Kawhi Leonard to potentially come back. I just don't understand what the fuck they're doing with the league office. Of you, you shouldn't get penalized. Like, because the Sixers and, or I mean, the Bucks and the Hawks are getting three days of rest. With the Clippers Game today, like yeah, you say, yeah, yeah, the Clippers get thirty-six hours. That's fucking bullshit. They were exhausted. Game one, you could tell down the end of the game. That's mm-hmm. why they lost. 
not why they not completely because <clears throat> Booker went ape shit insane, but like it's it's just it's bullshit that it just seems like they just can't catch a break from any side of it. And to answer your question, I think I think Kawhi might come back because the fact they're not shutting him down yet is really weird because I think you just want to have that definitive answer of he is or isn't coming back at this point, right? If, if he's not coming back. Yeah. Because if Kawhi comes back at above 80, 85% health, the Clippers are going to win the finals. I agree. I, they're the most complete team. That's how I feel. With Kawhi Leonard. Andrew, I know you're a Bucks team a fan. Does Kawhi nope. still scare the shit out of you, though? trying to eliminate all the top five players named it. We got LeBron out. We got KD out. Kawhi's not here right now. Steph's gone. This is the year for the Bucks. We're getting all mm-hmm. of them out. No, I'm. Re- I'm so, you but you're admitting to being terrified. No, if I'm Kawhi terrified. Comes this back. is. I don't yeah. want Kawhi Leonard to show up at all. And Josh, that's a good point because we haven't. They haven't shut him down. We haven't heard anything. Kawhi Leonard also is one of those guys too, where nothing will leak yeah, out about it's, it. It's bizarre. Because he has such a close group. Do we remember what Kawhi Leonard did two years ago? That was. A- I mean, yeah, I thought it was about to happen again. He was hobbled that series too. That whole playoffs, really. He got hurt in round two against it- the Sixers, I think, or maybe it was actually against the Bucks. And then he fucking finished it out. He still closed it out. Here's uh, here's something. Let's say what uh, Kawhi is dealing with, guys, is similar to maybe what KD was dealing with in that uh, Warriors uh, 2019 season. Oh, same with Clay. Not the it. exact same injury. Not the exact same injury. I'm just saying they're a little hobbled. Does Kawhi Leonard care enough or like the Clippers enough? to risk that year-long injury and rush himself back when he could be a free agent that's next year? Listen, I, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> going to begin to, to really hypothesize on what Kawhi Leonard feels or thinks because I think that's the hardest thing to do, I think, across the board for the league. So difficult. But to, to what I've seen, he's been a good teammate, and he likes it here from, from what I've seen and from reports I've heard, which, again— it's Kawhi Leonard, so who the th- maybe throw it all out, but he was at the lo- he was in the locker room game six, not on the. I saw a lot of people pissed off that were like, oh, Kawhi Leonard's not even going to show up for the game six. He was in the locker room the whole time. He's just not a guy that sits on the sideline. Where's the fun fits like uh, Serge Ibaka? Um, yeah. And and he's a good teammate. I think at the end of the day, he's calling people, he's talking to them. He's doing mm-hmm. a lot behind the scenes, and I think if there's any shot, I think he knows better than anybody of how valuable championship windows are. And if he thinks this is an opportunity for this team and for himself, I think he's going to take it. He's built like that. He's a killer. He's going to do it. I, I agree. I agree. I'm just, I would say that there is a part of me that what you worry about rushing back in when you've seen the recent history of that. So I, I'm glad you responded so emphatically, though. Of, of, if, so you think Kawhi is staying long term. I think so. But we don't but, know because it's impossible yeah. to tell with him. It's good to get into your psyche there. Uh, Josh, do you have any um, closing thoughts on uh, game two of Clippers Suns before we head into a little Hawks 76ers series fallout? Yeah, I, I would have loved the Baca for the series. I think this this is actually, this is literally the series you miss a Baca on where they, I feel like they can actually match Aiden up better. And he's just, he's going to play Aiden way better than Zubots or fucking Cousins. And Batum's doing okay. He's not. He's not. He's not doing great. But they, I, I would like to see a little bit more of Batum. Also, 16 minutes, considering he's probably been their fourth best player on this team, is still kind of. I, also, shout out Patrick Beverly. He's he was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, flying around the court, 
uh, game Headbutting two. Devin Booker. He, that was not intentional. You cannot give me that. Come on. And he still headbutted him. He still did, but that's like a technicality. He's not like that. You make it sound like it was malice. Patrick Beverly's just annoying, and I get why you like him, though, because he's on your team. But it's just like, dude, calm the fuck down and don't slam your head into my nose, you dumbass. Is probably what I'm thinking of Devin Booker. It's like, Jesus Christ, you scrub. Shut up and calm down. That's like, I love... I Okay, I'm not shitting on Beverly because I would like Beverly if he was on my team. But the way Devin Booker just ignores Patrick Beverly and ignores high fives, ignores comments, it is awesome. It's like Kobe Matt Barnes-esque. That level of just I'm ignoring you and I'm excited because this series is chippy. It's gonna get chippier. It's gonna I get really, worse. I am praying to the basketball gods. Bring back Kawhi. Bring back CP3. Let's have this go seven. That's why that would be awesome. That's the worst thing about this is because I think this series. I mean, this series has already been pretty good so far. I mean, again, that Aiden plays. I can't say enough about how spectacular that play was, and I feel like it's not getting a lot of credit for it being like an incredible game winner when it, it when it was spectacular absolutely uh mesmer- mesmerizing but I, I yeah i think this is like this is a chance for like an all-timer historical series if you have Kawhi and chris paul on the floor maybe Ibaka as well for the clippers if i'm if i'm throwing in all my wishes but it, it's just a shame that we might not even get that it's is just yeah it, it sucks it's, it's a weird year I'm and it's, it's, it's shitty all around i'm curious what you guys think about this statement this is like in my opinion one of the weakest Final Fours in terms of teams in recent memory in the NBA. Easily. And I really think that this whoever wins this year will be the worst team to win a Finals since the 2011 Mavericks. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to counter because I just think that none of, you're just saying that because none of these teams are proven is what it is. And I mean this – Well, and because to get there – I mean the – so, yeah, to get there, there's been catastrophic injuries throughout the league. The Bucks, yeah. credit to them, they beat the Nets. They don't beat the Nets without Kyrie and Harden healthy. That's a four or five game series. The Suns, they don't beat the Lakers if Anthony Davis is healthy. Are you kidding me? I, I actually, I'm not sure. The Suns, they don't beat the Nuggets. Like the Nuggets don't lose with Murray. You look throughout all this stuff. Like if if the Clippers make the finals with no with a hurt Kawhi, that's awesome. But that's not like that great of a team. Like, I don't like if you look back the last ten years of teams who are in the finals, finals four. I really think that the winner this year, the only teams in the last ten-ish years that they could beat would be the 2019 Raptors and the 2011 Mavs. Because I I think every other team that wins wipes the fucking floor. The whole Warriors thing, the LeBron Cavs thing, the Heat thing, they all wipe the floor with these teams that are left. I just think that some of these teams, these could be the start of their runs, I still think, of like of what we see as dominance in the next five years, where we're looking back on this as like, yeah, this is the moment where the Suns became yeah, the super team. That can be true, but the Suns are not the Miami Heat, the Golden State Warriors, those Cavs teams. They're good, but I mean, Jesus Christ, like we're going to act like they haven't had the best injury luck ever. And are we like I'm being legitimately honest, or obviously I'm being honest, sorry. <laughs> but the Cavs Warriors in fifteen sixteen and sixteen seventeen, both versions of those Cavs and Warriors teams sweep whoever makes whoever wins the finals. 
sweep them. I'm just I'm not there yet. I I, I want to see how this lives down more so, and and like maybe in a year from now, look back on this and see exactly what these teams are and what the Atlanta Hawks grow into as well. On top of that, for instance, because they could be really sleeping giants. Because ever since Nate McMillan was hired, they were a top five team by every metric, basically. But you think that that means they could take out those LeBron Cavs teams, those the, I'm not the saying teams that, that have won the finals? Probably not. I just don't think it's close. Probably not. But I still think that you're. I think you're being a little too harsh on this team. I still. Th- I mean, like injuries happen, things break this way, but it still doesn't mean to discount any of these accomplishments that. No, done. it's it's great what they're doing. It's just it should be noted that the the statement, I, the hypothesis that this could possibly be the worst NBA champion in ten years is not out of left field that could be true you're right that's valid you're right no 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 i and i didn't mean to complete discredit i just don't want to make those kind of decisions even before it's even happened of a champion is is crowned because we don't even know and i still think and the, my last point on this is i still think there's a chance the suns make the conference finals even with a fully healthy west there's there's a chance i they're they're really fucking good and and i they don't get through the lake i i doubted aiden i doubted i didn't doubt booker i knew booker was a dog but, like, they, they're really something. Maybe you're right. Maybe Chris Paul keels over. That injury keeps him sidelined for the entire first series. Um, but I, I think there's still a chance that series goes seven, even with fully healthy, fully healthy. Because the rest of the Lakers role players, there seemed like there was a real disconnect with that team. I mean, AD, yeah. LeBron were fantastic, obviously. But, I mean, like, all, at the same time. And, and are this, fantastic. If – the Sun, if the Clippers have Kawhi Leonard, the Clippers win this series. Probably. It's not a thing. Play. Also, without, it's without like, Chris it's just Paul. Again and again and again. They're playing really sloppy without Chris Paul. I mean, campaign has been fantastic. Because this team isn't, oh, gosh, because they're, like, not that good. They're good, but they're not, like, these I think they're elite just level young. champions. They're just young. Though is I give them which is, is okay, but they're just not at the level. They could. This be, is like I, I'm saying, give them a year, give them a two years, and they'll be. They could be warrior level. Is all I'm gonna say. Big wait. Yeah. No. I mean. Wait. Wait. Yeah. Andrew, did you hear that? Sound about it. Sound about it. We were at you think a the Phoenix five oh eight. I think in two years will be. I say could be. For this, the record, not could they could be they could be Warriors level seventy two ten Warriors or Warriors with KD. You think that's the level they're gonna be? No, not Warriors with KD. I meant like just as far as what this franchise. It's the seventy two and nine was seventy seventy three and ten seventy three and nine seventy three and nine. Yeah. Excuse me. No, I mean I think there's a chance they become that good though. Is what I'm saying is I mean depending on how Chris Paul's career, rest of his career kind of breaks, but I think Aiden is legit legit. Yeah, I'm All-Star. not arguing that. I'm just saying like. They're not a they're not a pantheon team, but we will keep going. Let's yeah, move on. Sure. Let's talk uh, Hawks 76ers here. Let's just recap on that series. Overall, this series was really mainly Ben Simmons sucks, and he was exposed. He was afraid to shoot, and it was also I mean we had the Kevin Huerter game in Game Seven, going for 27 <laughs> and seven. Trey Young didn't even shoot that uh, well in that game, but hit some big shots. Uh, the Sixers is just kind of classic Sixers. Ben Simmons being Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris being Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid being asked to do way much. They're literally giving the ball to a seven foot one center on the three point line and saying, "Go like ISO and spin your way with down. the torn meniscus." They're so bad that they with the torn with the, meniscus because they can't even give him the ball in the post. It's just <laughs> unbelievable. Um, 
I I I yeah, mean I, I blame Doc still. Not not entirely. Doc Rivers. Oh, okay. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Go for it. I got another take yeah. for everyone. Can we just all admit <laughs> that the 2007-2008 Celtics are an all-time team and Doc Rivers isn't a good basketball coach? Can we just like can we admit that? Cause like you're it's referring just to the ridiculous uh, seven minutes of no scoring a Doc Rivers special there. <laughs> I mean, the it's end. just he is looked at so highly. Like it's just wild. It's wild. I, he's not. He's not a good basketball. What did coach. he do before the he Celtics? Was, did he do what, what was uh, his the magic? The magic. He he had the T Mac. Yeah, they were really T-Mac good. Grant Hill. Like the two thousand magic. Wait 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 wait. Do you want to know a little tidbit about that of how smart Doc Rivers is? Uh, there was a certain someone who's called the best power forward of all time who really wanted to join Tracy McGrady in uh, Orlando when he was a free agent young in his career. You might have heard of him. His name's Tim Duncan. So Tim wanted spoken, to be yeah. able to have his uh, either his wife or a family member go on the team plane. And that was something he talked about, the free agency, and Doc said no. Isn't he supposed to be player well, friendly? Well, that turned out well. Uh, that changed NBA history with that decision. He really. Yeah, you know. I mean, player friendly. Yeah. Like, how can you be considered player <laughs> that's friendly? Kind of, that's my point. If you just lose. Yeah. I. It. it you, he tortured you with the Clippers. Yeah. No. No. I mean, he, he's not a good coach. Can you just like? Yeah. like he's not. He's a, I think he's Ty a good Lue regular is a season better coach, coach than Doc Rivers. I, Ty Lue is better than Doc. I Rivers. agree. First of all, yes. That's crazy. I know, I know. <laughs> I know, I know, 100%. Ty Lue, I think, what, what I love about this Glenn. Clippers run so far this year is how smart Ty Lue looks now with, with all these lineup decisions and going small when he needs to, figuring out rotations. A little late, but he figures them out for two consecutive series. It's how much smarter he looks than, than all these other fucking coaches, and it's great. It's, it's fantastic. Considering his legacy prior was like the, the ghost head coach for LeBron James in the Cavs year. Uh, the one Cavs year that they won. I mean, I mean, he's a he's a good coach. Still, like we give LeBron a lot of credit for that. Was the 2018 Cavs team to take them to the finals? I think Ty Lue deserves some credit for that for for getting that team also with Jordan Clarkson, Larry Nance, uh, George Hill to the finals as well. Just as much as LeBron does, maybe not just as much, mm-hmm. but like maybe 70-30, You know. Yeah, I, I think Ty Lue has gotten the opportunity to prove that in these playoffs, and we'll see what he can do here in the Western Conference Finals again. But on the topic, I mean, yeah, I don't think Doc Rivers is good. I thought he completely he botched that series just as much. I mean, Ben Simmons, though, I mean, Jesus. He shot five times yeah. in fourth quarters throughout the series. This is the number one overall draft pick. He had the worst free throw percentage in the history of basketball in a playoff series. He passed up a dunk at the end of the game that Joel Embiid straight up called out of saying that's that was the turning point. Like, did he do that on purpose? Yes, like, I don't. Bro. Oh, oh wait, oh, I, think, I think he's passing it up or uh, like was yeah. this all on purpose? How do you only shoot five times in like I don't forty know. minutes of the, I've never you know? seen a player this much in their own? I have, dog, you know, I have Paul George last year in the bubble. I'm telling you, like it's it's another Doc it's Rivers not, guy. Did he shoot five times in? He might as well have. He made five shots in four, four fourth quarters. I mean, like, you know, it's, it's like the same. Like, you know, regardless, at some point, you just still have to have the coach kind of set this guy aside and just, you know, whatever, you know, give him tough love or, or just, you know, take this, some time. You can't blame this on this part. Ben Simmons, this is on him. 
He has not improved his game since he came into the league. His stats have flatlined since his rookie year. He does not give a shit about creating a jump shot, it would seem. I mean, reports are coming out that he's just surrounded by his family and yes-men and is babied and hasn't really had to improve. I mean, he was terrible in yes. that series. And he was terrible. I don't I don't mean to completely shoulder or er, er, uh, take the blame off Simmons because Simmons was awful, and I, and I don't know what the fuck it is, but I still think you know, Doc Rivers deserves a lot of blame for this as well. Oh, oh, he's yeah. Still, he's oh, supposed yeah. to be your second best player. You redefined who Simmons was this season, and he was great for a defensive specialist and whatever he was. And when Embiid was gone, he took up a greater role in the offense. But, like, I don't know why they just can't coexist. And, I mean, I guess it's a thing that we've done for five, six years now, I guess, that Doc or that Simmons and Embiid can never play together. But, like, it's it's still it's something that like you can't even ask this guy put him on your second team and let him go to work get some confidence get some shots there's still some rotations i think that you could help ben simmons mm-hmm. just a little bit and i don't think doc rivers did that he immediately turned into like the fans and completely shunned him in the locker room is what it felt like and what it looked like you just i don't know i it's it's both yeah. both parties i think are at fault yeah so we're going to obviously go more into ben simmons trade possibilities as the playoffs kind of end and we go into free agency. It could happen before, but I think it might take a little time. But I want to wrap up this segment with each of us proposing a team to send Ben Simmons to. Um, And I will say my idea for a trade for Ben Simmons is DeJounte Murray and either DeJounte Murray. No, no, no. DeMar DeRozan for Ben Simmons. He's a free agent, though. So it'd have to be a sign and trade. Sign and trade, DeMar DeRozan, Ben Simmons. Maybe you throw you'd, in, have to throw in like a DeJounte Murray or something. I, yeah, I think you'd have to but, put Derek White or, you know, maybe. I don't think they'd give up Keldon Johnson for that. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think. I, I would get rid of Murray, though, because it's you could just have Simmons run the point. I don't know. But I think the Spurs could be interesting. It's not one I've heard that much about. Uh, Big Dog, do you got one for us? I would go with the Thunder just because I feel like they have so many draft picks and if they bring in a star, someone who's going to fill in the seats, Ben Simmons. Pairing like, with Shea Gilgis, I like that. And I just like, I mean, the Thunder, they're not that good right now. So, mm-hmm. Josh? Uh, I'm going to go with, I think for, for the starters, I think he can't go to a playoff team. I like I, I see a lot of Portland picks for him to just trade for cj mccollum people were calling for damian lillard for for simmons that's never gonna happen that's um, a joke but uh i i what about mccollum that's that was the other one i don't i don't know about mccollum i just feel like for as much as i'm not a giant fan of cj mccollum he's so much better than ben simmons yeah i don't even know if that trade's there anymore and that i thought was i think the best case scenario for philly is Zach Levine if they could somehow pull that off? I don't think that's going to happen. Why would you do I, that if you're Chicago? Because you want to you know? go young. That's the only reason I could see them go. And Zach Levine is kind of I I don't know. They just made the Vucevic trade and it's pretty disastrous already. They gave up what is it, it turned into? I think the seventh overall pick, eighth overall pick. Uh, the eighth overall eighth pick. overall pick. So you know, like I I don't necessarily know, but I I'm gonna go with Sacramento. I just think that the Buddy healed and then maybe you get Bag- Bagley as like a reclamation project for the Sixers because I think Heald's time is up I, like I think that one makes the most sense if 
but it, Simmons' value could be way more than this. I, you, we might have to throw Simmons, him. Fox, and Halliburton is a weird, weird team, but that's the king. So. But if it, you have them as your big, you know, like I think we're still thinking them as like a guard or a wing. Yeah, you got to run them as a yeah, four, four or five. Yeah, four or five. I agree. That's a good and point. I think, and I think at that point, you have them play a little bit more off ball from Halliburton and Fox, who are, I think, one of the two of the smartest young guys in the league as far as just two point guards that can play alongside each other. I just think. Maybe that works, and Sacramento gets a chance at a mm-hmm. at a star that they would never have otherwise. Yeah, maybe they throw in nine as well. I, I don't know though, because we'll see. Shield seems so like there's a, a hypothetical here, Brian. Would you, if you're the Warriors GM, you trade Andrew Wiggins and your 2022 first round Draymond pick? No, Draymond. No. Draymond doesn't make sense. No, no I'm saying is like with Draymond. Like, oh, it doesn't make sense. But I think he could be like yeah. a Draymond type for for any team. You know, yeah, he's got to though one buy into being that type of player, which he still clearly hasn't because he thinks he's a superstar, and he's got to have giant nuts because Draymond plays big minutes in big games, and even though he's not a great shooter, he's not not afraid to take a shot sometimes. Um, but let's move on, guys, to Bucks Nets. Uh, Andrew, you got to be feeling g- pretty good here. Your Bucks are headed to the Eastern Conference Finals, Game One versus the Hawks today. You get a 40-piece from Giannis in a Game 7. Um, I want to start with you with this question. How big do you – like, because, yes, there was injuries, but I'm not – like, earlier, I wasn't trying to totally discredit the Suns. I'm just trying to make a point. Yes, there was injuries to the Nets, but, hey, this is still big. How important was this this step for Giannis's legacy or – I think, I mean, beating the Nets and KD, that's probably, that's the biggest series he's ever won, I would say. Oh, yeah. 100%. So, I think it was the biggest game of his life, and he played, he had one of the best games 40, of his 40, 13, and 5, and he did pretty well. Um, I mean, that's a huge step to beat KD, but it's still the second round, you know, after all that. Yep. So, like, this is, this is where, like, the hump is, the Eastern Conference Finals. They lost to your boy Kawhi Josh a couple years ago going up 2 nothing. So if there's anyone to be, Thri- yeah, so if the there's anyone to sorry, come sorry, back Andrew. to nothing for you guys, that's okay. Um, but I would say, I mean, Giannis is just—he's the best player left in the playoffs. He's the best player left in the playoffs. Healthy. The yeah, whole Bucks are the healthiest team. That's like the biggest thing I'd say. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, yeah, you, you hit and it. Then are I'm, you worried about how the offense looked? Yeah, I'm always worried about that because they always kind of look stale and they always just start to like dribble the ball around. And I think like for Budenholzer, because some people don't really like Budenholzer playing the Hawks, that would be like the story and like storytelling. Yeah, that would be cool. It's like lost. Chris Paul and the Clippers. Exactly. Yeah. It's the, it's the year of Chris Paul and Mike Budenholzer. Who would have guessed it? <laughs> um, Josh, in terms of, uh, I mean, really quickly, I want to jump in. Kevin Durant. Is a top ten player of all time. Oh, fuck yeah! And and vaulting up so fast. He that series he put on, that shot he hit to send it to overtime. Unreal. I mean, we're two inches away from that being the greatest shot in NBA That's, history. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'm most thankful for Kevin Durant having a size twenty five foot. For anything. You know how he uh, wears a shoe bigger. Did you hear how he, Kevin Durant wears a size bigger when he plays because he likes to be a little comfy? Oh god. Oh, that's that's, that's the worst. I, oh man. Poor guy. What did, the Bucks, what did the Bucks show you in this series, Josh, and what do you take from it? Do you favorite them going forward? Andrew, I'm assuming you do favor them going forward. Got to be the I favorites. Do. If Kawhi is injured, they have to be the favorites. Yeah, I mean, I don't 
I, I, we, I doubted the the Hawks for two series in a row. I, I didn't think this was going to happen. I, I still kind of feel like the Sixers imploded on themselves more than the Hawks won that series a little bit. Not to discredit the Hawks mm-hmm. at all. I think Trey Young is phenomenal. Uh, but the Bogdanovich injury is fucking tough, I think, to overcome. Yeah. And I think that's going to be a real problem. If they can just kind of focus Trey Young and then Herter, I, <laughs> I, I will see what Herter becomes this series. But I just think Drew Holiday put one of them on him, and it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty fucking hard for them. I think I mm-hmm. I see I see somebody getting frustrated with this team, and I yeah the other mm-hmm. the really quick the other thing that is in the Bucks' favor in this series is well first of all the Knicks and the 76ers are not elite offensive teams. Yes, 76ers were the one seed. They are not an elite offensive team. Defensive, though. they were. They're defensive. The Bucks, meanwhile, are in the regular season at least, an elite offensive team. The three-point shooting of the Bucks is elite, and the Bucks send the people to the line the least. The Bucks get called for the least amount of fouls. So those Trey Young, this is yeah. hypothetically the worst team to play if you're trying to draw fouls as Trey Young yeah. because not only do you have Drew Holiday on you, just as a team, they don't foul that much, which is, in a playoff series, huge. So, Andrew, how does that make you? That, that's got to give you some, some oh, juice I'm right there, Mr. Dog. I'm- I think the Bucks are. This is the best position they've ever been. So mm-hmm. I am very excited. I, I, I definitely is. And the one thing I want to say, because I'm kind of like favoring the Bucks a lot here, is I, I, Josh, we got to give credit. Yes. So much, so much, so much credit to this Hawks team being so much better than we expected. Yeah. So much better than we gave him credit for. Specifically, me, Trey Young. With, I mean, he is the star of these playoffs in terms of breakout star. Yeah. Giannis, I think you make the argument, is going to like be the maybe the MVP of the playoffs or whatever if they win. But Trey Young has been the story of Trey Young breaking out during these NBA playoffs. So just massive credit to what the Hawks have done. And it's not just to pat you on the back because as confident as I am in the Bucks, Trey Young They're gonna steal is a game. Scary. They're gonna steal a game at least. I, I in the last what do you guys think about this? In the last sixty seconds of a game, Trey Young's the best player in the series. In the Bucks series, is that what you're asking? In Hawks Bucks, in the last 60 seconds of a game, Trey Young is the number yeah, one. Yeah, two. I'd want to shoot. The the one thing I think is Giannis has yeah, a chance of completely destroying John Collins and like these bigs. Oh, That's yeah. the one thing. So he could get free reign to the basket, but I don't know if you want him necessarily drawing fouls and contact with the last 60 seconds. I see what you're saying, and I and I don't necessarily disagree, but I just want to see. I think Giannis could completely take over because I. As smart as the Atlanta Hawks are, I just feel like Brooklyn played Giannis really fucking well, considering. I don't know how much... I mean, obviously, you get better players than that to, to put on Giannis than Blake Griffin, maybe. But I just don't... Mm-hmm. I don't see... Easy. It. Blake's playing well. Yeah, exactly. That's a, that's kind of my guy. point, is I don't know how much better John Collins is going to be able to play him. But huge credit to John Collins, also. He's been way better defensively. He's been huge. As well. And his ability to consistently... I mean, this isn't breaking news, but seeing him do it on a big stage. John Collins' the ability to just consistently knock down that jumper at the high elbow around that yeah. area. And when they sag off him is so valuable. And this Hawks team... Hurt is gonna fight. They're hurt they're, too. And they're hurt. That's crazy. But they're it? gonna fight. They're missing they're all their wings. Fight. They're they're missing Bogdanovich. They're missing Cam Reddish. They're missing DeAndre mm-hmm. Hunter. And but they have Herder. And and yeah. Gallinari, and I guess, is a wing. But yeah. A lot of Solomon Hill. The Hawks. Too. So you guys think like four one bucks? That's what I'm taking yeah. here. 
I think I'd go Bucks and for six his, on the safer side. I just I, I think, but uh, I'll go Bucks and six as well. And then um, we're go we're, we're taking Josh. Are you taking the Suns or the Clippers? Gonna do it again? I don't want to pick either. No, you have to. I, I like I Suns unless Kawhi comes back is my. Yeah, I think um, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. Clips in seven. I just I'm gonna. I'm not gonna bet what against if, my team. It's 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 just Clips bad. Chris Paul got a three zero lead in the conference finals. And then Kawhi oh, came back that. in Game Four, and they won four straight. I would feel I would feel so bad for him. I, I really would. As as His hamstring as, goes as, out as of game six. As Chris Paul, how would you feel bad for him? You would be jumping up and down because you're going to the finals. I mean, didn't you start this podcast by like celebrating making the Western Conference Finals, even though you're down 0-2? Is, uh, am, am I mistaken? Well, I guess, okay, didn't that what, happen? What I'm saying is, I would just feel yeah. bad for Chris Paul. That's all I mean. For to be to be because he's going to get so much slander, so much shit for that. And he's still one of the top. And then it's going to be your slander. If it's Chris Paul or you, Josh, you got to <laughs> yeah, pick really, one here. Yeah, I'm used choose. to it, though. <laughs> I'm used um, to it. But do you think it's possible, Josh, that uh, the Suns and Four guy was a prophet sent from like God or something, and the Suns are just going to go four, four, four to end this? I'm going to be honest. Cause... I hate that guy, and I, I don't. I don't really appreciate <laughs> anything that they've done with with him regarding him because I think he's a dick, but. That's just my. Opinion. Well, did you see the other guy? Yeah, I mean, they were both like. I don't think. I'm just saying, like, I don't love the fact that we're we're you know turning this into a whole you know marketing campaign of of this guy literally beating the shit out of two Nuggets fans is all. That's all I mean. It's Booker like acknowledging. <laughs> it's it. funny what what you just said of this guy beating the shit out of two Nuggets fans. I'm not condoning fighting at sports arenas, sure. but in a little way, if I'm not there, fucking do it. I don't care. If I'm watching from home, it'll be crazy no, fun of to course, watch. Of course. But not condoning of it, of yeah. course. Um, but I say that, though. If Josh, do you think there's a small – do you think the Clippers could get swept? That's how I will uh, end that. Yeah, yeah, I think there's there's obviously a chance. I, I 100%. I mean, there's there's always a chance. Because, oh, yeah, casual clips in seven. Do you think they'll get swept, though, without Kawhi? Yeah. I said, no, there's a chance. There's there's a chance. I don't I, – I just think that if Chris Paul, Chris Paul comes back and cleans up a lot of these Phoenix Suns possessions, I think suddenly these, like, you know, two-point games become – 10 or 20 point games is all there's a chance so if Kawhi Leonard doesn't resign and playoff pays your guy we've had this talk we've had this talk all, all when the when Dallas was up to nothing against the Clippers it was whatever else you know I I'm not we're not we're not going there I we're missed not there those yet. talks so what, we're what, not there what yet. are you thinking now <laughs> Hear I'm really. Andrew, think I think he's gonna block my number during Clippers games. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm close to it, Brian. Because <laughs> I don't say anything mean. I just, just literally go, like. You just put, say like, something, but then as uh, soon as you say something, something ridiculous happens. You're like, I'm sorry, Josh. Yeah. The free throws. <laughs> and then we just don't hear from it for like 12 hours. I, I was humiliated after the free throws because that was so tough. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty yeah, sure that. Josh blocked the pineapple couch on Twitter <laughs> last night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Josh, what do you got for? Uh, can we go through the NBA lottery really quick? The draft lottery came out last night. Uh, let's go through the results. Yeah, sure. Um, obviously, Detroit comes away with the big winner. Um, Shout out to hey, your guy Stephen Young. <laughs> <laughs> I, God, we need that. It, there's a chance you know, oh, they, he they should have talked get, about the Clippers. Today. If they don't get Cade Cunningham, they're they're 
dumb. I, as much as I love Evan Mobley, too. Steven wants Cade Cunningham for the record. Yeah, I think that's the smartest pick. Unfortunately, that means sidelining my guy, Killian Hayes, as well, though. I, I don't know what happens with him, but I, I don't know if those two can play together. I think Cade's probably smart enough, but I won't do in-depth analysis either. But, like, mm-hmm. obviously, I think the biggest winners to come away in this draft are the Toronto Raptors, though, easily. Uh, getting shot up to number four and getting, obviously, a top-four guy, you immediately yes. add... Uh, let's say Jalen Green, I think, is probably the best fit for them, uh, just as far as like a pure score and just have Fred Van Fleet kind of take over the offense, but just adding more scoring. I think they could be really good pretty quickly. That, uh, yeah, I definitely do too, because if you think about it, Pascal Siakam had the worst year he could possibly Absolutely. have this past year and then in the bubble the year before. So that's a team that you could see bounce back pretty quickly because that's also just what the Raptors do. Yes. They're always relevant. They always do that sort and of Nick thing. And Nick Nurse um, is a the genius. Warriors, also. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All-time coach. Or not all-time, but he's a great coach. Uh, Warriors, though, they get the 14th pick and the 7th pick. Uh, obviously that they could the highest they could have gotten with the Timberwolves pick is four without losing it so I think all in all that's a win you get two picks in the top 15 I mean shit I saw some mock drafts that projected that Davion Mitchell might be around at number seven that's that's who which would be huge that's who you're hoping for and I think that's who I want if I'm the Warriors if I'm keeping my pick but at the same time who knows what's going to happen trade wise this offseason I do think that the combination of picks they have and Wiseman they could be a they have a lot of bullets loaded in the gun to go into trade who season you, so we'll see what they who do would with you it. want like just to pair any of these I just guys don't even like i mean yeah but like just like i mean like who do you think because i that's the one thing i'm, I'm curious about it's so hard because clay thompson the, is great be, obviously who knows what he'll be after this injury is the one thing but you want to take advantage of these steph curry years while you can i don't know if draymond is off the table completely can the Warriors the, wait? Not, can the Warriors sign Kawhi? Is that even a thing? Yes, that, that the is Kawhi a thing. thing is where I was going. It would be like one of the routes that I think could be very possible. If that I think that's going to happen, gonna happen. Kawhi is going to go play with Steph, and then Josh is going to be stuck with playoff P, and the Clippers <laughs> are going to hate Josh. Kawhi. Leonard. He would definitely block me on Twitter and my phone number. He should block everything. me too if that happens. Yeah. <laughs> but other than the Kawhi thing, I just don't know, and that's the yeah. thing. Like. Why, it's okay, though, for the Warriors to have these because I feel like a superstar gets upset every, like, three weeks True. in the NBA. So someone out of nowhere that we're not expecting could be, like, want to be moved. But again— What about Tingus Pingus? Would you take a chance on him? Who the fuck's that? Tingus Pingus? <laughs> it's Kristaps Porzingis. That's what the—there uh, the, was, like, a— Nick- God, no. No, it's like, wait for Andrew to say something. No, uh, the Knicks, a Knicks fan, when they drafted Kristaps uh, Porzingis, oh. when there was, like, a big backlash against them because they didn't know. And then there was, like, know, a Knicks fan, I think, that. that went viral, like, reacting to it. I think it was goes, Michael Rappaport. I, it might have been not. Michael Rappaport. I think it was Michael Rappaport. He goes, he goes, who the fuck is Tingus Pingus? It's really good. Um, no, I wouldn't touch Kristaps Porzingis with a ten foot yeah, pole. Fair. Fuck that's that. Fair. No way. I, I just, I really, it's hard to think. I don't know who the with this these picks. I well, maybe a disgruntled Luca Doncic. Fuck should. Westbrook. No way. <laughs> Luca would be sweet. Obviously, that's not gonna happen. You just trade James um, Wiseman like every pick. Oh, and I want Wiggins Tatum. I want Tatum. Rudy Gobert. Duh, no, guys. We figured up, it out. Josh. No, no. Donovan I want Mitchell. Tatum or Brown. I want Tatum or Brown from Boston. They should that'd just nice. blow it up, even though they shouldn't. But just give me Tatum yeah, that, or Brown. That'd be that would be I'd, I'd be really happy for you, but not. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. You would not be happy for me, motherfucker. All, All right, Jimmy right. Butler. Um, 
let's go to our net final segment here, gentlemen. I did one of those tier ranking things of uh, NFL NFL quarterbacks for the 2021-2022 season, and I'm curious what you guys think of them. I will uh, I'll start it off. I'll just go through it, and you guys can um, – chime in with your disagreements or your agreements i didn't want to do uh all of us do one for because the listeners i think can agree it would be kind of boring to hear uh three 30 man lists so let's get into it the highest tier i have on this uh uh nfl starting quarterbacks or potential quarterbacks for next season is superstar tier there are four people in this tier he's patrick mahomes tom brady aaron Rodgers, and russell wilson that are those are the top four quarterbacks in my opinion in the NFL, and I do think that they deserve just those four to be in the superstar category. Do we have any disagreements from you guys off the top with that? Uh, yeah, I I think uh, it's too soon for Josh Allen, but I, I would see if he had he's not in the superstar category. No, 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 I know, but I'm just saying if he pulls together one or two more years oh. is what I was saying. He's he's right there. Like if he if he gets another like MVP top three season, I'm kind of ready to do it honestly he's he's yeah fantastic. i think um andrew do you agree with the top four i yeah the only person i would consider adding would be i mean josh yeah, but then like i don't know if we'll ever see him again but i think deshaun watson's that good yeah i for what he was good and i, would I think i mean two. i've seen him on monday night football always primetime games and he always he pulls yeah hit, hit for me i just don't know what the future of him will be yeah, so just, literally we might never see him again yeah. Um, next court category I have, and I'll share this graphic out on uh, the Pineapple Couch Twitter and Instagram so you guys can check it out. But there's only one person in this next category, and it is borderline superstar. This doesn't mean that anyone below him doesn't have a chance of being a superstar. I just think that this person is right, right there. And with another big season, like Josh just said, I think our guy Josh Allen, the motherfucking stallion, is a borderline superstar. Um, any disagreements there? No, I mean, I, he does it again. Yeah, I one hundred. How is he not a top five quarterback? If he did anything was similar to last year, and the Bills are really good, they're probably going to the AFC Championship yeah. this year at least. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm ready to um, maybe bump down maybe Russ if he if he kind of flames out again potentially. I, I I don't know. He's fantastic, of course, but like I you know that's the only thing is he's. He just I feel like those three other guys are all proven in that top tier is the other thing I was going to mention. Mm-hmm. And then Deshaun Watson. And Russell Wilson's pretty proven. He is, but but what I'm saying is what has he done for me lately? I mean, type thing is mm-hmm. is, is, is all what yeah. it is. I mean, he's of course his pedigree is fantastic. He still won Super Bowl, went to the other one, f- fucked up. Yeah. But um I and the other guy is Deshaun Watson, but uh, yeah, I I understand your reasoning behind that. I just Deshaun Watson's so good. He single-handedly almost carried this team to multiple successful wins at with a shit roster if we're being honest yeah um okay well then the the category right below borderline superstar is the elite category and what i will say is the people in this category are kyler murray lamar jackson justin herbert deshaun watson i think you can make an argument that kyler murray justin herbert and deshaun watson should be right there with borderline superstar of making it to that elite superstar level the, the top tier Lamar Jackson is in this elite category but to me this is his probably his ceiling yeah unless we see drastic improvement in just his 
pocket it, it, not his pocket presence. Have they won just, a playoff game yet? They've won one, one this year. Okay. If we see a, an improvement in what he can do with his arm, and I'm not trying to needle and pick. I mean, fuck, I'm saying he's a top seven quarterback. I'm not trying to get into this. But what Kyler Murray, Justin Herbert, Deshaun Watson, and Josh Allen have demonstrated to us with their arms, and I mean, damn, all those guys can run a bit too. I'm not as good as Lamar Jackson. It's just on a different level of Lamar. So they're right now all in that elite category, but it would not surprise me by the end of this season if Kyler, Herbert, make that jump to borderline superstar. And then with Watson, again, he's got all the talent, but he he either is getting framed or he's legitimately the worst motherfucker in the world. So we will see what happens with that. What do you guys think of that? Are you on the same page with that? Yeah, I don't have a problem I would with that. S- Sorry. Um that's good because I was just thinking like all those guys you say are mobile too, like Kyler Murray. Yep. Not I mean, to the level not of Lamar just though, as fast but as Lamar, but he's right yeah. there, Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. Justin Herbert, we've seen him. I was in. He can scramble, and then Deshaun Watson, same kind of thing. And Josh Allen above him, right there. And Josh Allen, the stallion, is wild when he gets in the open. Mm-hmm. But they um, all can throw the ball ninety yards. Those yeah. three guys. And I think that's With accuracy. Then Lamar's as elite as he could possibly be, I think, with his current throwing Again, I, I... Also, not great weapons. I do want to see a little bit more longevity from Herbert. Just uh, just one more season, I think. Like, obviously, I think for what he's shown us, I don't have a problem putting him this high. But, like, I still just want to see just, like, yes. just a little bit more consistency before I... buckle up, mm-hmm. Josh. Like, no, I agree. I think this is his season. Something. This is his season. Like, no, I, I'm not. I'm just... But but I, I agree. Yeah. I just, I just want to have, like, just one coming. more... One more uh, evidence, year of evidence here, just for Herbert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, and so now we'll go to the next tier, which is above average. And the first guy I have in this tier is Joe Burrow. Yes, we did not see that much from him. So theoretically, you could say to me, hey, Brian, he should be in that too early to tell category. And I would say, no, I know what Joe Burrow can do. This dude is elite, and he is going to – if he didn't get hurt last year, I think he would be in that elite category, and I think we will see him jump to that elite category this year. And I think he's the type of guy where one day we could have him in that top superstar category. I think that highly of Joe Burrow. Um, am I too high on him, though, guys, before I go to the other guys? No, I, as long as his knee's yeah, fine. Yeah, it's, it's the injury. That's that's the only – but, yeah, from what I saw, he was, he was impeccable. Mm-hmm. You know? Next guy I have is Baker Mayfield. I think that um, he is an above-average quarterback. I used to think that he had a better chance of making it to the elite category. I think he still could, but I don't think it's uh, – I think he is right kind of where he belongs in that above-average right now, and he could prove me wrong, but we'll see. Uh, next guy I have is Dak Prescott. He is an above-average NFL quarterback. He's good, and he's overpaid, but I, as long as he comes back from injury, the Dak Prescott we have seen is above-average NFL quarterback. The next guy, this isn't that flashy at all, but it's Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is above average NFL quarterback. He is not elite anymore. He was once elite in that like one or two seasons, but I do think that we all shit on him quite a bit, and deservedly so for that uh, 28-3 meltdown, but Matt Ryan is a solid above average quarterback. He's not average when you look at the guys who are on average. What do you guys think of that? Yeah, he's definitely above yeah. average. Yeah, so that because I think people he's an easy target, but when you put it like this, he's definitely an above he's average. Definitely like the tenth best quarterback. He's reliable. In the league, so yeah. you know, I think anyone reliable is pretty much above average. Somebody that I can trust. Hmm. 
Okay, and then next one I have, and this is, again, you could say Brian put him in the too early to tell category. I'm just very confident in Trevor Lawrence. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be a superstar in the NFL. All the footage I've seen of him, all the stuff I've been hearing out of training camp of people uh, talking about how how good he looks, all the little things he can do. Um, I have him in the above average, which might be a little too soon, but I just, I'm very, very confident in what I've seen from Trevor Lawrence translating to the NFL. And I think that it is not um, – out outlandish to think that he could possibly be like Herbert and in his second year be in the elite category. Josh, you seem to have a little problem with this. Uh, not a problem necessarily. I, I just one, I do think it is too early, and I also just don't even think like his weapons. I feel like are just not good. Is is one of the problems, and I just don't know if that is conducive to success off the off the rip. Is is the thing with with them? Because who's his number one guy? Is it what the? Fu- I can't even remember the Jags receivers. I'm not even in G- football. Chark right Junior, right, or something like yeah, that. DJ Shark, Shark Junior, yeah, Shark, Shark, Shark and Laval. Um, oh, what is it? I forget. The L dude, whatever. They might have signed a guy yeah, it's been that t- I'm kind of forgetting about. I feel like they, that might have been a thing. I'll look. That they don't have good weapons. They got Tim though. Tebow. They don't. So. They have Tim yeah. Tebow, and uh, their running backs. They what they should I just drop my phone? But uh, you have James Robinson and then the guy they got out of Clemson. Yeah. So, but like, I, I still, I don't know, man. It just seems we'll see. I mean, I guess Joe Burrow did it with a little bit less or with, with a little bit more, I guess. And I mean, if you, if you think Trevor Lawrence, and Joe Burrow are on about the same tier, I guess I could see it. I could see it. But like, I, yeah, I, I just, I'll, I'll ask you this question, Andrew. I would be pretty stunned if Trevor Lawrence was in a, at least an above average to elite quarterback for his NFL career. What do you think? It's going to be at least average, I think. Yeah, yeah I think that, like gonna, I think that's that's think worst that case scenario will be though? average, like you say. He's good. Superstar one day. Because yeah, and it, yeah, people okay. just come in the league different. Like young people, like it used to take like a year or two, and it still does for some. But when there's like superstars and this much attention, like Lawrence, Herbert, all those kind of people, they just kind of showed up lately it goes for yeah. other sports too i feel like shouldn't I, I think that's a good point Chanel. The like the only thing i honestly and it's like i really like baker mayfield i just think the browns are so good and i think on dude i think if the trevor lawrence is on the browns i'd feel better and that's oh yeah i i do you, you know I and like that's, that's kind of so i almost and i like baker mayfield but i think he's average because i really just i don't know i feel like the you have the best running game ever and then they have mm-hmm. Well, let me really you, you say team. Baker is average. Well, here's what let me read you the next 5 I have in the above average and you say Baker or this person. Is I that think, fair? Yeah. yeah. Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. I love Ryan average. Tannehill. I like Tannehill better than uh, Big Ben. I, no. I mean, no, I'm, I'm out on Ben. <laughs> like I I'll take thir- I'll take like 23 the 37-year-old Big Ben. Matt Stafford. I take Matt Stafford. Kirk Cousins? No. I'll take Baker Mayfield. Carson Wentz. Baker. 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 Mm, I'd take you Baker. would absolutely take Baker. In fact, I think I, was, I think those last two guys should be down a peg, to be yeah, honest. That's a really good one. Carson Wentz and Baker Mayfield. Yeah, it's I, someone I who Kirk, they both kind of run with the ball too at yeah. like times. Like Kirk Cousins, I think I wanted to put him as average, but then I was just looking through all the statistics. Fool's goal. And he's won a he's won a bunch though, too. That's the thing. <clears throat> he's yeah, one of he us wins. and i think i would though agree that i i think we could move him down to average but um because i think the vikings Carson Wentz, i think is average but he had he was once elite 
So yeah. it's, that's why I think I hang him in just for one more season in this above average tier. Can I ask, Wentz was about to. Wentz would have won MVP that year yeah, before he got have. hurt. You're right. Um, Can I ask one question though that I don't mean to be yeah, offensive yeah, at go all? For it. Where would you put Phil in this? Just like if he was still, still playing, like last year, yeah. last yeah, year, like, Phil, like Colts last Phil? year, Phil. Where does he I go? would put him right where the Big Ben and Matt Stafford are. <clears throat> all right. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. That's that's probably about right. I mean, fuck. He was better than Derek Carr last year. He was better than Jared Goff. Yeah. No, no, no. I agree. I think he's better than Teddy Bridgewater. He's, he's like, better than Carson Wentz. He's on the he's on the cusp of like above average and average. I think like just between. I think he's better than Kirk. I'd rather have Phil, but I mean, he once was once elite. Yeah, I think that was the the peak of Phil was elite. Sure. And he, I think he for a year flirted with the idea of being a borderline superstar, but that never really materialized. He's too humble. That's why. He just he couldn't yeah, make it. He's just too good of a guy. He's too good. Um, let's go to this average category. And what I will say is I agree. I'm going to bump Carson or not Carson Wentz. I'm going to bump Kirk Cousins down to average. So in average, we have Kirk Cousins, Teddy Bridgewater, Derek Carr, Jared Goff, Tua, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and Jimmy G. Tua, you could tell me he's in the too early to tell, and I would think about it, but you're not telling me Tua is anything above average or uh, like he's not above he yeah. was not above average last year. Not at all. I would give him too early. I, I don't I don't I don't want to. I still do yeah, I do too early on, too. I, I think he's I think um, the I'm, I'm really out spend, on Tua. You got I'm a really out on Tua. Bunch of offensive guys for the Dolphins, so they're really going all in on him. This is well, this is the, the season though. Season an offense crafted for him, not Ryan Fitzpatrick, I see. But it what we saw last year was this guy is gonna be an average NFL quarterback. Yeah. But could be coming off an injury. I might be looking too much into it. So I will say I, I I understand the too early to tell. Personally, my gut, I think he's an average quarterback, but prove me wrong. I just think it was a my, weird like, situation. My biggest takeaway from this category is I think it's amazing that out of all the Bridgewater, Carr, Goff, Tua, Fitzpatrick, and Garoppolo, I'd want Ryan Fitzpatrick on a, yep. <laughs> out of all of those guys. You would guys. want Ryan Fitzpatrick. And it's crazy because that's a guy who's – well, he gets a starting job somewhere this year, right? Fitzpatrick. He's in Washington. Washington yeah. If he okay, wins good. the job over Heineke and uh, who's the? There was a third guy but, that I can't remember. I mean, that guy's been a backup. I like I'd rather have him than all those guys. Yeah, and you can make the argument. Jimmy G made a Super I, Bowl. It's just yeah. It's weird. I like, so Jared Goff. I can't quit Teddy. <laughs> so I, I like I like Teddy a little bit more than Fitzpatrick. I just feel like he makes a Teddy's good. They're like seven. I know. Yeah. Like I feel like Teddy makes I a little bit less mistakes. The glove thing is is a mystery still. Wouldn't you say Fitzpatrick has a much higher ceiling at times than Teddy Bridgewater? He does, but okay. but reliability, yeah. I just think Teddy Bridgewater gives you like a a solid like C plus B minus range where Fitzpatrick fluctuates between a solid F and like an A minus, I guess. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, but you, I I really do think all these quarterbacks are average. These are the average quarterbacks that, in the yeah. NFL. We'll go to this next category, and there's one person from it who I would listen to the argument of maybe they are average, and that's Sam Darnold. But I don't know. Maybe you just got to say he's maybe in the worst possible situation with the Jets. We'll see what he does in Carolina. But from what we've seen of this dude's career, he's been below average. He has. And it's maybe not his fault, but – it's not this. I mean, maybe he's been average, and there's nothing an average QB could do to fix that Jet situation. But it's not like he's been above average, and his team has sucked. 
You both look like you want to say something. Do you think it's too harsh to put him in this? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm a I'm a big Donald defender, and then he came out as like somewhat anti-vax, so I kind of I'm kind of taking a, a step back on defending Sam Donald a little bit. But he, uh, I I just think that he's, yeah, I, I I absolutely I think he was in the worst situation possible in the in the New York Jets. He got Robbie Anderson back on Carolina, so that's that's mm-hmm. fun. They have much better weapons. Christian McCaffrey is like a million times better than Le'Veon Bell at that point of his career. I mean, this again, I think this is the prove it season, obviously, for a lot of these quarterbacks. And I think Darnold is in the very, I, I don't think his floor is or his ceiling is like above average, though. I, it, or it, that's, that's exactly where I would set it is above average. I don't see him being ever elite, ever a superstar. And, but I think, he, I think he could be good. I think he could be pretty decent. Andrew? Yeah, you know, I mean, he's on the Jets, but I mean, he Same literally, any boy. He literally has not done anything. He admitted he seems like a ghosts. chill guy. It's just he's not he's just, good. He was on the Jets, a really bad situation. He didn't do anything. The ghost quote's we tough. Not saying. Yeah, oh, that I see. I, I see. Ghost that. is pretty tough. Holy like, shit! That is yeah. just okay, well now, no, that's, like, that's, that's a below average. That's and, a below average comment. <laughs> that that mixed with the anti-vax stuff, I think. I might be out on Donald. I give less of a shit about that. I just care about. <laughs> I might be out on Donald. Okay, let's go below average. The rest of this, Daniel Jones is below average. Fight me. Drew Locke is below average. Mitchell Trubisky is below average. He should maybe be uh, yeah. bad, but <laughs> both these guys, I don't know, might be bad. <laughs> like in- uh, Taysom Hill. I think when we see him as a starter in the NFL. He will be below average. Andy Dalton, below average. I would say actually bad. Cam Newton, bad. Cam Newton's bad. bad. Yeah. <laughs> Jameis Winston, bad. I, but could be average. Yeah. He could be elite if he didn't throw. Yeah, I don't. If he know. took away 20, um, 20 interceptions. And let me. I'll go with the four. The the bottom four I have of the worst four on this list where you could make arguments to me that Trubisky should be in this Dalton Newton, but Marcus Mariota, Joe Flacco. (laughs) I have Tyrod Taylor in this. I think I'd actually move him to below average, but I think Dwayne Haskins is the worst. The worst. Yeah. What is he on the Steelers now? I think, right. He's Ben's backup right now. I, I think it, I think there's a chance he could turn it around too, but I agree with whatever he's shown us. I, you're absolutely right. I, I, I just think he was in a weird situation in Washington. They just never really cared about him as soon as like the coach changed and everything like that. They just seemed disinterested yeah. in his development. He just also I've heard is one of the like lazy. I mean, he's one of the stupidest people that's ever been in the NFL. Is what I've heard. <laughs> just saying it like that's. I'm not trying to be mean, but like I was gonna sugarcoat it, but then I was like, fuck it. I've legitimately heard he's one of the stupidest people to ever be in the NFL. So, yeah, tough look for my guy Dwayne. Let's go to <laughs> too Jesus. early to tell. Um, too early to tell. Obviously, Zach Wilson out of BYU. Um, too early to tell. Trey Lance out of uh, North Dakota State or North Dakota going to the Niners. Mac Jones too early to tell with the Patriots. Justin Fields too early to tell. Uh, Jalen Hurts, I ha- I put him in too early to tell, but I am excited to put him into below average after week two. Excited um, to. <laughs> you just can't um, fucking wait. I just don't like the, the I. One of the things that drove me more insane than anything last year in football 
was the idea that Jalen Hurts was somehow better than Carson Wentz. <laughs> it was just like, Andrew, are you, do you agree with that? Like, Jalen Hurts is not going to be a good NFL quarterback. I have no idea. He's not going to be very good. <laughs> he's not. Like, um, I mean, he had then, a couple comebacks, yeah, but, I mean, come on. Do you trust him? <laughs> I trust a lot of other faces before him up there. Yeah, fourth quarter game-winning drive, would you rather have Jalen Hurts or Tyrod Taylor? I'd rather have Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts did it. Okay. <laughs> he did it like twice against the Cardinals and Packers, I thought. Am I wrong? Can we keep in mind that like, little comebacks, Tyron Taylor we have on this list at the very bottom, and we have Justin Herbert at the third highest at the elite tier, and the only reason the Chargers played Justin Herbert was because a freak thing happened to Tyrod Taylor. Stabbed. You know who's worse than bad? Anthony Lynn. Lynn. Yeah, I was waiting for you to shit and on him. And you know what, Steven? You're fucked. Dude, you're he's so a, He's in Detroit. You're screwed. Your team, he's... You literally. You know what? You know what? No I was wrong. I was wrong. Dwayne Haskins is not one of the stupidest. Is not the stupidest player in the NFL. It's Anthony Lynn, and he's a coach. That's how fucking bad he is. <sighs> I cannot. I'm so glad the frog's gone. Fuck that guy. Yeah, me oh too. man, I love talking about football. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And is that Taylor Heineke? The too early to tell. The last guy. I couldn't tell who the fuck that was. I, I think it's Taylor Heineke because that's what I put in the too early to tell. Yeah. Yeah, he's. I mean, I don't. I don't fucking. He had what one game, and and he played well. He had like one or two. Yeah, but it was. He yeah, played the I best game um, against that Bucks. Aaron Rodgers playing this year. Besides Aaron Rodgers. Oh, that's another question. I as of right now, you could if if it came out tomorrow that Aaron Rodgers was traded to the Broncos or somewhere, Stop. I'd believe it. Or if you came out that Aaron Rodgers was going to sit out a year, I'd be like, oh, okay, I guess he's that, like. And I already shat on this to Josh once on the pod. Andrew, you realize that the, the girl he's with is Shailene Woodley, is the, the pregnant girl from Secret Life of the American Teenager. They almost casted her to be a Mary Jane in a Spider-Man movie, and I would have rioted. She's an awful actress. And also, Andrew, <laughs> another I think thing. that's unfair. That, that, the awful I, actress. I am an unfair unfair. person. Yeah. Okay. Well, what has she been in that's good? Uh, the the one uh, that uh HBO show mm. with um what oh, trash. Like really yeah. good. I can't remember what it is, but it's they're that, all the moms together. It, it was it wasn't bad. Oh. Sex in the City. No, not Sex. Karen? Close one though. <laughs> I forgot what that one is called, um, but it's got like uh, uh Reese Witherspoon and um the fuck I can't remember the other guys' names, the girls' names, but they it's okay. Yeah, she was good in it. She's good in it. So yeah. Um, Andrew, did you see the video of Aaron Rodgers playing a uh, wagon wheel on the guitar? I did not see that. I'm gonna have to it check that tough. out. It was tough. He's a bad singer, and he also didn't put the capo on the no capo. He's a Aaron Rodgers. Is he the weirdest dude in the NFL? Yes, because well, I, I like know. someone probably told me he's waiting for like the host job in Jeopardy or something. Else. like that would be so weird. But the star fucker strikes he's again. A star fucker. <laughs> he would love that. He's definitely a star fucker. Um, I'll, okay, we'll end it with this. Um, I don't have my full Super Bowl matchup just yet, so I'll just tease this out. The Bills are going to the Super Bowl. I like that. It's a good take. Depending on, I mean, I want to wait to see if Aaron Rodgers. Maybe the Chargers. If Aaron Rodgers makes his way to the AFC, I might bet on that team. But I think. They'll play the Chargers or Chiefs, Andrew. I think we're going to have a Mahomes-Herbert 
first matchup really in the playoffs, the first of many. I think we see that this year. And I think we see um, Josh Allen either take out the Ravens, the Bengals. I think the Bengals are going to make Browns. Browns. I mean, dude, Titans. Titans are Titans, good looks, Colts. too. There's like 12 teams. Shit. I hate the AFC. It's funny how you can kind of look at this quarterback list, and you're, it's not like you're ranking the teams, but you kind of are. <laughs> In terms of like how what their ceiling is, it's basically like it's re- like the Packer, the the Seahawks. I guess I wouldn't put as a top four favorite to win the Super Bowl. I probably replace them with the Bills. But if you were to tell me Aaron Rodgers was coming back, I would say that probably the four favorites should be the Chiefs, the Bucks, the Bills, and the Packers. Yep. Yeah, this early so, on. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I we'll wrap it at that. Um, Seahawks, Ravens, yeah. We'll wrap it at that, gentlemen, uh, episode 105. Josh, thanks for being a trooper today. Sorry about your Clippers. <laughs> Hopefully Kawhi comes back. Um, big dog, um, can we get a final prediction? You're saying 4-1, Bucks over Hawks? Let's go. Uh, yeah, let's go. We're going to sweep them. Bucks are going to sweep. I like the, the confidence. That's great. I like it. I like yeah. it. I think so um, it's a boot and hole. Trey Young, they're going to try and steal got a lot one. of heat. Giannis, they're going to take care of business. I just no. uh, who guards Giannis? I, I no one. No one left in the playoffs can guard like, Giannis. It's it's impossible. Nobody. I just think he could he could literally average forty a game, and it, and yes, if it lets gods. Drew Holiday finally find his shot, I think it's it's over. I think that yeah, sweep is very much in play. I just think Atlanta's too scrappy that I I, I lean them yeah. one game at least. Tra- don't count out Trey Young. It's proven us wrong time and time again. All right, gentlemen. Big Dog Josh, thanks so much for joining. This has been episode 105 of the Pineapple Couch with B-Rob. We will be back in about 24 hours-ish with our Loki episode three review. Kind of a slow episode, but we'll get into all that and more on the next podcast. Thanks for listening. It's been the Pineapple Couch. Let's ride. God bless. See ya. Thank you.